The woman in the pink coat is important. How are you? Fine, how are you? Good, thank you. If she stays for the whole show, it'll have been a success. Are you looking forward to the performance today? Uh, yeah, well, no idea what it's all about, but we'll try. Oh, Cormac. What? <laughs> there, there we go. She's not a VIP. Just the kind of ordinary person from the town the organisers want to entertain. Give them a chance. Very good. Have you family in the choir? No, no, no. Mine are all gone, you know. Uh, But I said I'll come down and see. But it's not looking good. The event has hardly begun and she has one foot out the door. Sit at the back. (laughs) In case I want an exit. (laughs) Absolutely. Around her is enthusiasm yeah. and anxiety. Just at the end there, ba da 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 we'll do it slow. slow the enthusiasm from Vincent Kennedy, a composer up at the altar, rehearsing singers and musicians. Very good. Why are you all so looking frightened? You look you did great. You did well done. Well done. Okay. Well done. Okay. And a little anxiety from the arts officer whose idea this was. My name is Sinead Riley. I'm the Arts Officer with Offaly County Council and we're here today at the premiere of a piece of music called Kilcormack, which is about Kilcormack, by Kilcormack and for the people of Kilcormack by Vincent Kennedy. I'm very excited to hear it because I haven't heard it. I know it won't be terrible. <laughs> Just to choir. Uh, we're singing um, the Silver River Silver and River and, uh, and, and Fidelity. You've only done toast inside, that's all. As we can look at our sheets, we'll be great. Because the kids, because the kids know everything off by heart, and we have the words. <laughs> you have your heads down, heads down, and then when you hear the music, that's when you lift your heads. Let's do Silver. Okay, silver River is, is, is the river, the river in here in Kilcormac that flows through Kilcormac. And they wrote that. Vincent wrote that. Kilcormac, County Offaly, between Burr and Tullamore. A Sunday afternoon before Christmas. Quiet everywhere, except in the church. That's great, excellent. Well done with the symbol. Okay, now to go back here, we yeah. put our back row here. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. I think so. John. Are we ready? In lines, ready to go. Cromwell's March. In the side aisles, two lines of school children with homemade helmets. Can I ask, what are your helmets made out of? Cereal um, boxes. Oh, very good. And what did you put on top of them? Tinfoil was on top. And you're part of Cromwell's army. Mm-hmm. Come on, get into your lines, guys, round. Halfway down, in one of the pews, a man in a tan jacket. Liam Kerms, my name, born and bred here in Kilcormack. I'm the only man alive that has an All-Ireland medal in Hurland football in successive years. That's my claim to fame, yeah? Outside, more children and teachers waiting to come in. My name is Esther Lamb. I'm originally from Kilcormack, from this area, and I'm now the principal of Brahal School, which is two and a half miles out the road. Vincent Kennedy used their suggestions to write the Kilcormack Cantata. We sent Vincent um, words, um, keywords. 
local place names. So there was the Screeching Valley, there was Crock and Roll, there's Cuckoo Lane. And local stories. A priest caught a ghost in a bottle and then they threw it into the Lockborough River. Oh, now, so now there's a ghost in the Lockborough River. Now he's escaped. He, he forgot to tighten the lid. <laughs> <laughs> the rehearsals are finished. Nearly. So it begins. For the next two hours, the people of Kilcormac perform for each other. It's a great privilege to welcome one of Ireland's greatest sporting heroes, Mr. Liam Currams, who's going to begin with the first narration of the Kilcormac Cantata. Let's go back in time. Imagine our first fathers and mothers, the great grandest of fathers and mothers. 9,000 years ago, everything a wonder to them, living so close to nature. Imagine them listening. Imagine them striking objects together to make sound and rhythm. Imagine them listening to the wind in the reeds. Imagine them making their own music, fashioning instruments from bones and reeds, wood and skin. Listen now to the wind in the reeds. Good afternoon, everybody. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Sean Craven. And for most of my working life, I've uh, spent my time in Bournemouth. And Bournemouth, for a lot of us, is a company synonymous with jobs in the area here. And for us, I suppose, the name of this next song is very special in that the title of the piece is On Bohreen Gujee on Portok, which is the road to the bog. could imagine a day, a sunny day, and you're walking out to the bog with friends. To gather turf, you walk, talk, joke. You hardly notice the birds singing, 
the bees buzzing, or the grasshopper twitching. No one notices the time passing. You are happy in the company of friends. Then suddenly, there's the bog. And everyone starts to run in delight. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Screeching Valley. The Screeching Valley is located beside Brottle Castle. We think it's called the Screeching Valley because there used to be a pheasantry there beside the castle. In our composition, you can hear all the sounds of the Screeching Valley. You can hear the wind and the rain and the animals and the birds. The whole event in the church is overseen by a dramatic statue of Our Lady holding the body of the crucified Christ. just like Michelangelo's. It's over 500 years old and has an incredible story to it. It was in the church in Ballyboy when Cromwell came. Now, people up on Knock Hill would see in the distance. So they saw Cromwell's army coming. Two ladies rushed in and took the statue and hid it. Crummel came, stabled his horses in the church in Ballyboy, the ruin of which is still out there. When Crummel had settled in, they got their brothers and fathers and they took the statue and they buried it in Dernboy Bog.
statue was buried there for a good many years and when the last of the four people who buried it was on his deathbed, assuming he was 99, and he was brought on a stretcher to the bog and there he showed where he had buried the statue. And it was retrieved and brought back to Kilcormac, where the parish priest was a father lineman. Father Lynham thought he was getting a gift of the Pieta, so when he left to go to Boris Kane, he took the statue with him. Of course, this didn't go down well with the locals, so they got an armed group, took off to Boris Kane, and came back triumphantly with their statue. And it has remained in the church ever since. I loved the music. I loved the choir. The kids were so good. Oh, absolutely excellent. Brilliant. Well, I thought there was nearly too much of the children's part. Terrific. It is very good. I thought it was wonderful. You'd have to pay dear to go in to hear a concert like that in any other town. And the woman in the pink coat, remember, she sat at the back in case she wanted to leave early. It was fantastic. (laughs) Are you surprised? I was actually over. I was saying to myself, God, I can't go home. It was great. 